0: Thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7, the game.
1: Oh, yes, it is the pregame show. Welcome in, everybody. I am Joe Spadoni on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Eh, I don't really know if it's beautiful, it's always so dark. But it's not raining on me, and it's not super windy when I have that two-minute walk into the building, so I'll say it's beautiful. Welcome in if you're just getting off your graveyard shifts. If you are heading into work, you had to get up early, maybe getting ready for an early class, those six o'clock classes. Remember I had one junior college when I first, like, first or second semester, Shout out Monterey Peninsula College. Go Lobos. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a 6 a.m. class. I'm going to be responsible. You're not waking up for that. Don't do it. Do not take the 6 a.m. class. Now, if that's all that's available, you signed up late and you're stuck with it, by all means. But I had... It was... History 18 or 17, whatever the one was, it was post-industrial or pre-industrial revolution. Whew. Longest three hours of my life. Anyways, I ended up graduating, going on to SF State, Go Gators, Becca program. Now I'm here talking to you. Talking sports. And we had a lot going on in the sports world last night. No more undefeated team. No more undefeated team in the NFL. The Washington Commanders go to Philadelphia, their division rivals, take care of business. Taylor Heineke, my guy Heine, they get the win 32-21. to I'm sure a lot of people are going to be talking about last play, well, last drive that is. It was a third down, looked like Jalen Hurts and Co. were going to get one more opportunity to potentially win that game, extend the winning streak. Heineke, running back, 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 takes a knee. Brandon Graham, the veteran, hits him right after. Gets flagged. Unnecessary roughness, 15-yard penalty. That pretty much does it. Eagles get the ball back with like five seconds left. And now things get a little more interesting in the NFC, which was already kind of wide open. If you're a 49ers fan... Check that Christmas Eve calendar. You'll be hosting those same Washington Commanders. And I think that game's going to be a little juicy. So we'll get a little more into that. The NFC. The Warriors are Golden State Warriors. And you can hear every game here on of The Game with our great Tim Roy. They took care of business last night.
0: At Golden State... After a very disappointing loss in Sacramento last night. Give the Kings all the credit. They outplayed the Warriors last night in every facet of the game. But the Warriors came back and really put together. That's two really good games out of the last three for Golden State. The win over Cleveland here. And the win over San Antonio tonight.
1: Great win. Dominant win. A win which just after the third quarter, you can go night-night. Shout out Steph. 132-95, 132-95, the final score. Warriors handle business. They improve to 6-8. and eight. Spurs drop to 6-8. and eight. Warriors, again, only one loss at home. 6-1 at home. So, Chase Center might be finding a little identity here. Got a little home cooking. Big storylines coming out of that game. Other than the dominant performance against the team, the Spurs aren't going to be very good, but the Warriors have been playing down to their competition all season, so I'm not looking past any dominant win. They needed this, and they shot the lights out. The difference of the game was the three-point, the three-pointer. 10 for 40 for the Spurs, 23 of 45. We're going to shot 51% from the three-point line, 51% beyond the arc. That's wild. That's the Warriors we're used to seeing. They shot 53% from the field goal field goal percentage for the game. Spurs 36. There you go. That's the game right there. Jordan Poole put on an absolute masterclass last night and it was very refreshing to see. He'd been struggling this season. Looked like his confidence was waning. We started questioning Whether the punch was lingering that occurred preseason between him and Draymond, we were assured from multiple Warriors that was not the case, multiple beat writers, they needed that. They needed that. And another big takeaway from this game, James Wiseman. Yeah, he played, got nine minutes in there, two points, two rebounds, two assists. Going back to Santa Cruz, California. They're sending him back to the G League. And I think that's the right move. He's not hes not getting minutes with this squad right now, the way they're struggling. They don't have the patience to wait for him to become part of this team. And give him minutes in games that, let's be honest, a lot tighter than they want him to be. And if he was only getting nine minutes in his blowout game, Steve Kerr only felt safe to put him in once he knew they were up. Think what were they up by? Damn near. They were up by forty at one point. Right, forty points. All right, James. There you go. You can get in there. And by the way, you guys can let me know your thoughts here at eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Xfinity mobile text line. Holler at me. It was a fun game last night, though. Because you had that TM, the run TMC. So you had moley, Richmond, Hardaway. They're all doing their thing. Tolbert was the sideline reporter having funny interactions with Popovich. It was fun. It was fun. And Sam Lubman, producer extraordinaire of the morning roast. He's off today. Take a day off, Sam. But he's always working. He was in the chat. And he just sent out, you know what? I had no idea that that Run TMC era was so short. Sam's a young man like me. 30. Before our time, the Run TMC. And it was brief. And he's like, I didn't know it was so short. I was like, yeah, but it was looked back so fondly. Because that was the only happy memories for Warriors fans up until we believe. They didn't have a team. That's, that's the last team they had. That was good. And then after we believe, it was still just that one-year wonder. And then phew, not until Stephen Curry and the boys and Mark Jackson took over. So it got me thinking, what was that one team for you that you will always look back on and say, you know what, that's my favorite team of all time? And I'm not talking to act like, yeah, my favorite team were the Giants. I was like, not, not like that. Was it the 2010 Giants? Is it that squad? Finally got that championship in San Francisco. Was it that first Warriors run? 2014. Right? Steph. There's nothing like the first time. Niners. Was it Steve Young getting that one? Or was it Joe Montana? We're not ageist here. We can go back. So let me know. What was your favorite team to root for? They didn't even have to win the title. It could be those run TMC days because that was maybe one of the happier moments if you're a Warriors fan for a long time. Maybe it was that we believe team. For me, it was definitely that 2012 A's team. Got me to fall in love with baseball again. Coming out of nowhere. Stealing the division from Texas. A team that had been in the World Series just two years in a row. Hamilton dropping that fly ball in center field. That was awesome. Last game of the year to decide the division. Unreal. So let me know at 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Tech line, 888-957-9570. What was that team for you? Your favorite team of all time. But back to Wiseman. Going back to the G League, I think, is good for him. He's not fitting on this team right now. He's not going to get minutes. He needs minutes. He needs playing time. He needs to improve. And it's all everyone's been talking about on Twitter, social, the body language on the bench is not where it needs to be. He looks like a guy that's lost his confidence, unsure of himself, Are they going to play me? I got drafted high. This was a year in which we were supposed to win and develop at the same time. Shout out the two timelines. But it's not going the way the Warrior front office saw, and it's not going the way the players are I've saw probably saw hoped for. That's the right word. Hoped. They're six and eight. They're right in the thick of things. Don't worry about it. They'll be fine. They'll make the playoffs. But fighting for home court advantage is going to be tough. It is a tough Western conference. And you are not going to be getting crunch time minutes. And we are not going to be developing you when it's the second half and we're already down 10. Third quarter is rolling around. It's like, oh, we're... We're still struggling against the Thunder, right? Like, this is what is going to be a theme for the Warriors, I think, for the whole season. You can't take any team lightly in the NBA. And yes, they'll have performances like they did yesterday, where they smash the Spurs, 132-95. to And it was good to see Steph not having to carry the load. He only finished with 16-5-5. Saw a little stat line. Chump. Come on, Steph. You're better than that. 16 points. Not my MVP. (laughs) Just kidding, Warriors fans. But Jordan Poole dropping 36. Moses Moody chipping in with 11. Kaminga, Lamb. That was the story. Young guys getting involved. And one of those young guys not being James Wiseman. And in order for him to get involved down the stretch, he needs to go to the G League. So I think it's the right move. I know if you're James Wiseman, you're frustrated, but listen, man, this could go either one of two ways. Either you go down to the G League, refine yourself, accept the challenge, get better, and then join the Warriors down the stretch and be a key cog in another championship run, or let it get to you and get to your head. Let your confidence continue to fall and then find your way into the bus conversation. I know he's young. Young guys have fragile minds. Young superstars. And he's not a superstar yet. He was drafted to be one as a phenom. That size, that skill, needs to put it all together. And no better place to do that in the G League. And you can look at teammate Jordan Poole as an example of that. In fact, Jordan talked about James Wiseman going to the G League after the game. He's going to dominate it first and foremost. I have the utmost confidence that he's going to do that. But like, just give him some, a, a, a different rhythm, a different style to see a different style of play. Um, and I'm telling him, like, it's not a demotion. It's not like punishment. You get to go down there and shoot as many shots as you want, get as many touches as you want, work on as many moves as you want. Just have fun. It's just basketball, you know? You're playing games and, um, James is going to be, James is going to be perfect. He's going to be a okay. Me personally, I have the utmost confidence in him. He's talented. He's curious. He's hungry. He's gifted. He's humble. Those are all the pieces you need to be successful. A no better source than Jordan Poole, the guy that went back to the G League after struggling mightily. God, I remember how bad he was initially. It's like he was getting crushed. Excuse me. Ah, I just chugged a big body armor right there. Did not go down the right way. But Jordan Poole, He struggled. And you know what? He came back, refined his craft, got his shot together, worked on his game. And look at him now. He got paid. He's a key cog in a championship team. Yeah, he was struggling this year. And there was a lot of off-the-field drama, off-the-court, I should say, involving him. It wasn't his fault. But he knows. And I'm sure he's been in Wiseman's ears. and He's been a mentor towards him. And it's a tough thing to deal with. And confidence building is going to be the number one attribute I'm looking for when he goes down to the G League. I'm looking at James Wiseman. I need to see a more confident player when he comes back. Whether that's on the bench. Listen, maybe I'm asking the wrong thing of the guy. Maybe he's. that's just his body language and I need to look away from that. But every time they to that that bench and that court, it's like, uh, I see him on the court too this season. Calling for the ball. Showing up Steph, getting frustrated. I want him to come back when he's ready and fit in. Do what is needed of you, James. Don't try to be Something you're not. And I think it could all work out. 888-957-9570. It's 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. We're talking about our favorite teams in honor of the Run TMC broadcast last night. Run TMC, that was a lot of favorite teams for if you're a Bay Area fan, especially if you're a Warriors fan because you didn't have a team to root for. Prior to that, check that. After that, for a while, it was up until, we believe, up until 2007. Then after that, Steph and the crew came along, Mark Jackson. But we got some fun ones here on the Xfinity Mobile Text Line. From the 925, 94, 95, Niners, getting a lot of those. Dominant. They were one of the greatest teams of all time. If you just want to go by sheer dominance, what they did to that Chargers team. In that Super Bowl, I was only 2 year 2 years old, but I remember it. Getting some more here, 2010 Giants from the 650. It's a fun squad. Nothing like the first what it meant to the city of San Francisco to Giants fans. I know my dad was so happy. Grew up a Giants fan. Just lovable losers. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Coming up short all the time. And they finally did it in Texas. Got Tim Lincegum dropping F bombs. It was awesome. It was a good time. 2011 Niners from the 707. Just coming out of the lockout and zero expectations. Alex Smith was reborn, and so were the Niners. Even when I was at Candlestick in the pouring rain watching Kyle Williams muff two kicks too soon. Fond memories from Jason from 680. It's a fun team, Jason. And I think a lot of Niners fans, at least of my age, would agree with you. It was a fun team. Looking back, those Harbaugh years, yeah, they were short. But man, there was a lot of packed in. There was so much packed in there. So much packed in there. Three straight NFC Championship games. Obviously, two ending in heartbreak. One to your division rivals the Seattle Seahawks. But maybe it was that 2012 run. I know it ended horribly. But the way it started and just nearly coming back, and maybe that makes it harder. But a lot of fun squads here in the Bay Area. We have a lot to be thankful for as Thanksgiving approaches. Where is this month gone? And maybe it's just because I had another kid last month. out baby Norris. she was one month old yesterday. But it has just flown by these last two months. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. But Thanksgiving, I think, is underrated by the way. Top two holiday. It's Christmas and Thanksgiving for me. I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, football all day now on Thanksgiving. Plus, Black Friday, you got USA-England. We got World Cup action. Let's go. Having your leftover turkey sandwich. Doesn't get more American than that. Watching Pulisic and the boys take down this, can't stand England. The arrogance. Let's go. You're damn right I'm talking about World Cup right now. Damn right. Thank you. It's my favorite drop. The turkey gobble. 8889579570 9570 we're going to get into what happened last night and how it pertains to the San Francisco 49ers. The Philadelphia Eagles they lose to the division rival Washington Commanders at Philly 32 to 21. They drop down to a measly 8 and 1, those choke artists. Commanders improved to 5 and 5 and we're going to be talking about why that a certain matchup on Christmas Eve down in Levi's could be for a spot in the playoffs. We'll get into that a little later. But the big story to me right now after last night's game between the Golden State Warriors and San Antonio Spurs as the Warriors won 132 to 95. Should Jordan Poole be starting? Right? I was seeing that in a lot of the I'm in a lot of show threads as I talk about here. We talk about a lot of things. Should Jordan Poole be in the starting lineup? I'm gonna say no. And here's why. I like what I saw last night. And maybe that's simple. Maybe it's simplistic. But the energy he gives off the bench is so needed, and I cannot count on this bench night in and night out yet. I need to see more of it. I need to see more. I also need to see more from Jordan Poole. He needs to put together a string of performances. And yeah, he's been solid, and it was definitely his best game of the year yesterday 18, 18, 36. His last three scoring performances. Against the Cavs, Kings, and the Spurs. The the three-point ball is starting to sink. But I'm not ready to insert him into the starting lineup. It's definitely a conversation. It is definitely a conversation. But until this young and unproven bench shows me that they could sustain a lead or even propel the team forward and to take a lead I'm keeping Jordan Poole on the bench but again big win for them against a team that they've a type of team they've struggled against all season little pest Spurs are always kind of pesky a Popovich coach team you know they're going to be playing hard I'll make a run here and there. Warriors just blew him off the floor last night. And that was what we were hoping to see all season. And it was refreshing. It was a good timeout at Chase Center. On a Monday. Again, he had the Run TMC crew on the television side, breaking it down. Wild stuff being said on that telecast. Won't get too much further into that. But some wild things said. It was fun, though. Overall, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Your favorite team, we're taking it. Taking your calls, taking your texts. Your favorite team of all time. In honor of the run, TMZ. Brought TM- I Keep wanting to say TMZ. Nothing ever good comes from that site. Only negative things seems like. But the Run TMC broadcast, what's your favorite team? We're getting some more here on the Xfinity mobile text line. 5 one the 2004 Pistons, Rasheed Wallace, and Team Play. Man, that was a fun team. They punked the Lakers that year. They punked them. And me, growing up a young Lakers fan, I remember that. That stupid face mask of Rip Hamilton. Tayshaun Prince. Ben Wallace. All those guys. Chauncey. It was a fun team. It was a really fun team. And they were no suckers. In fact, people bring that team up a lot because that was the last team, that 4 Pistons, that really won Without a true bona fide Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, now some of them are. Ben Wallace, right? He's a Hall of Famer. But don't get it twisted. Rashid Wallace was a killer. Ben Wallace was a killer. Chauncey Billups. Those guys, ice cold. Do you have four pistons? That's a good one. 5 1 2. That is a good one. From the 209 on the Xfinity mobile text line, Clay should humble himself like Steph did last year and ask to come off the bench. I do not think Clay Thompson is going to do that. There is only one Steph Curry, and to ask Clay to be another person, it's unfair to him. Also, he would never do that. I do not think his confidence and his ego would allow him to do that. The guy likes to shoot. Shoot or shoot, he is part of this championship core. And I don't see it happening. And I do not want to be in the room for that conversation. Well, actually, I'd like to be a fly on the wall. If Steve Kerr had come up to him and say that. That would be awkward. We're going to take a break here. Come on back. Break down what we saw last night in Philadelphia. As the Philadelphia Eagles... Fall to 8-1. and one. No more undefeated teams in the NFL. That Dolphins team can sleep happy now. The only perfect team ever. The 73-72 Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, what was it? I always remember as a kid, Chris Berman popping that champagne bottle. It would be on uh, NFL primetime on Sunday. Him and Tom Jackson. Good times. Good memories there. But 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570, If you want to get involved, we're taking your texts and calls. Your favorite team of all time, thoughts on the Warriors dominating the Spurs, what's your main takeaway? Jordan Poole, he looks back. James Wiseman, he's down to the G League. Lots of storylines to talk about. All right here on the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni, and this is 95.7 The Game.
0: Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game.
1: Welcome back to the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Welcome in on this beautiful, brisk, cold Tuesday morning here in the Bay Area. Warriors win. Hammer. The San Antonio Spurs, 132-95. Jordan Pool Party. It was a pool party. Never heard that one before. Am I right, Kyle? Shout out Kyle Madsen getting the zoom up. No, you won't be seeing my beautiful mug here. That's for the next show. Fonte and Shasky. They'll be on in about T minus twenty eight minutes, fifteen seconds. Eh, my math is wrong. Twenty seven minutes.
0: Shasky, get me a venti toffee nut iced coffee, splash of oat
1: milk. There you go. He's not tuned in. Sometimes oh, he, he is. definitely is. He said, "Say it on air." Oh, say it on air. Okay. Oh, uh, venti iced americano, splash of sweet cream. Oh, dude, the splash of sweet cream in there is, mm. and that's when you know you're doing a mobile order because you go to the splash, not a lot. Just a splash, can I? I say splash now. You do I, I say it? But I feel like they still look at me like, "What are you talking about?" Like when I give it to other people, they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" So it is what it is. Big they're Starbucks like, guys. Do, do you want milk or not? Yeah, facts. That's what it is. But it's sweet cream, Kyle. It's different than milk. I need a little sweetness. Goes a long way. You know what else goes a long way? Taylor Heineke. And the Washington Commanders. What a segue that is. What a win for them over the Philadelphia Eagles, their division rival. Eagles fall to 8 and 1. No more undefeated team, ladies and gentlemen, in the NFL. That is done. They are now tied with the best record in the NFL and in the NFC at 8 and 1 with the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins they now they technically have the higher eight and one because Philadelphia beat them early in the season head to head. But nonetheless, both eight and one. And it got me thinking. I was watching that game, I was like, you know what? Washington's plucky. Do they have the best talent in the world? No, not a great offensive line. But they dominated at the time of possession and third down. And I'm watching that game. It was a dual screen night going back and forth. Very tough to do when you have two children, especially a three-year-old that wants your attention constantly, a little baby that was a little fussy, a little gassy last night. Sweet girl. Didn't get a lot of sleep. But watching the game that ESPN brought, and this it's the best, by the way, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, it's so nice to have just a normal, great-sounding duo on Monday Night Football. Now, I know we've talked about it all year, but they're the best. And those games mean something again. You can tell in that atmosphere. And no better atmosphere in football, I'm sure, than Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Young Benjamin was watching. He's like, I want to go there. I was like, Ugh. I don't know, bud. We'll wait till you're a little older, especially if we're going to be decked out in Raiders gear. Definitely not taking you to Philadelphia game right now. But in watching that performance... That was a blueprint for the 49ers, clearly. If you get into these playoff matchups, anything can happen. And do I think Jimmy Garoppolo could make just as many, if not more, plays down the stretch than a Taylor Heineke? Bet your ass I do. And that's nothing to take away from from Heine, our boy Heine. That's what we're going to call him. We are calling out in the chat yesterday, me, Kyle, and e Dog, But he's got moxie. I, I said he was Gardner Minshew-esque. Makes plays. And that's a guy, any given Sunday, he could beat you. But the story yesterday was just that running game of Washington... And I know that for a fact the Niners have a better running game than that. So if you could just dominate the time of possession, already a Shani specialty, run the ball, which coincides with that, make plays on third down, what did we just see Jimmy Garoppolo do against the Chargers on Monday Night Football? It's a recipe for success. And hell yeah, I trust that defense against that Philadelphia offense. And I know this is a team that's been scaring a lot of Niners fans. A lot of them. They look around the league, it's like, you know, I I, Giants, I'm not scared of them. Vikings, yeah, good wins, but Kirk Cousins, eh, I'm not scared. Cowboys, we saw what we did in Jerry's world last year. Tampa eh, Tampa a little scary because they got Tom Brady and that good defense. Seahawks, eh. Division rival, anything could happen. But they were looking at that Eagles squad, right? Like, okay, this team this they're legit. And they still are legit. It's a division game, and maybe I'm looking too much into it. Division games are weird. We, we know that. Hell, the Niners play one next week on Monday Night Football, Mexico City. Would you be shocked if the Arizona Cardinals won that game? <laughs> well, okay, maybe yes, because this season's a dumpster dumpster fire. But divisional game, again, the Arizona Cardinals could win that game. Be like, you know what? that's was a divisional game. They know us. Cliff Kingsbury fighting for his job. Kyler Murray fighting on Call of Duty. But Christmas Eve is where I want to look forward to, 49ers fans. And as always, you can get involved here at 888 957 9570, 888 957 9570, Xfinity Mobile text line as well. But Christmas Eve, the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even. Yeah, I didn't have a good one. I tried. I tried. But the Washington Commanders come into town on Christmas Eve. And I was just peeping at the Commanders' schedule, who are only a half game back of the 49ers for that seventh spot. They're 5-5. Five and five. They played one more game than the Niners. They still got the bye coming up. But they, next week, check this out, at Texans, you'd think it was a winnable game. Followed by a home date with the Falcons. Won't be an easy one. Falcons, I'm, I'm out on the Falcons in Mariota. And then they got a divisional matchup December 4th against the Giants. Followed by a bye week a, at home against the Giants. So that's an interesting little quirk in their schedule. Two straight games against the Giants with a bye week sandwiched in between them. And then December twenty fourth, one o'clock in the afternoon, Levi Stadium, the Washington Commanders at the San Francisco Forty Nine ers. Could be a lot riding on that game, and maybe I'm looking too far ahead. Maybe it won't amount to anything. Maybe the Commanders fall fat, flat on their face this week against the Texans. It's all moot. My point is, if they just hover around five hundred, is which. I've been saying about the 49ers as well all year, and I think they could do that because I think Ron Rivera is a solid coach, and I think Heineke is a competent enough quarterback that makes enough plays with his legs and with his arm, and clearly with his knee because I was an elite kneel down yesterday to draw a penalty on Brandon Graham to ice the game. But I think they're a team that's here to stay, especially without with Carson. Carson one sucks. I'm sorry. They, they just needed to move on from that guy anyways. He's done. I've seen enough of Carson Wentz on my screen. Give me Heinecke the rest of the season. At least I know he'll be mobile, make some plays. But that could be a very intriguing matchup. Obviously, the history's already there with Kyle Shanahan against that squad. Going back to his father's tenure there. Think about the RG3 days. Dan Snyder, is he even still going to be the owner at that point? Probably. But it looks like he's going to be on his way out soon. Thank God. Worst owner in sports. Not even close. And say what you will about Mark Davis. And don't worry, I will get into his comments that he made yesterday with the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Is that guy for real? God. Go to P.F. Chang's, Mark. But just another layer to think about, 49er fans. This schedule coming down, it's going to be fascinating. And the NFL is undefeated when it comes to storylines. And that's just another potential one to think about as the Washington Commanders take on the 49ers Christmas Eve and they just took down the best team in the league, their division rival at Philadelphia. Does that turn their season around? We'll see. The Niners, they're the ones next week on Monday Night Football. Can't wait for that. Mexico City, Niners, Cardinals—that'll be a fun one. Mexico City games always seem to have something going, crazy going on. I remember that Raiders one against the Texans. Remember Os- Brock Osweiler was the quarterback, and they were shining lasers in his eyes. I was like, "What are we doing?" That's like a—that's a Champions League thing. I've seen that in soccer where they shine the light when there is penalty kicks. They shine the light. They, yeah, no joke. They shine light in these guys' eyes as they're taking penalty kicks. Fans are crazy. International fans are even crazier. But we got one more segment here coming up for you before tossing over to Bonte and Shasky Shaski was listening, getting me that Starbucks. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Gotta have coffee if you're going to go into the morning roast, roast right? And we got coffee and spidonuts right here on the pregame show. I give Mark Willard credit for that, and that was clever we did, when we did the donut bet on Willard and Dibbs. We've got one more segment here coming up for you. We'll get into what the owner in Vegas had to say about how his team is doing this year. We'll get back into the favorite team conversation. What's your favorite team in honor of the Run TMC broadcast? 888-957-9570. The Xfinity mobile text line, 888-957-9570. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni on 95.7 The Game.
0: Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 five seven. The game.
1: A little careless whisper. Shout George Michael. R.I.P. Let's move forward to Christmas time, post Thanksgiving. Greatest Christmas, time, Christmas song of all time is Last Christmas by Wham, George Michael. Shout out. Welcome to the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni. Got one more segment here for you before tossing it on to Bonte and Chasky on the morning roast. They're fired up after a huge Warriors win. They take down the Spurs 132-95. Been breaking that all down. Jordan Poole, big time, 36 points. James Wiseman going down to the G League. A lot of storylines. Worst places to go, by the way, than Santa Cruz, California. Love that place. It's the boardwalk. How can you not like that? Come on, James. Get to ride the Giant Dipper. Boardwalk. Thank you. Needed it. Boardwalk. It's in the warm California sun, Kyle. Giant Dipper. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the boardwalk as a date location too. First date. Learn a lot about your your partner there. Do they like games? Do they like bad food? Are they confident in a swimsuit? Maybe not. Mini golf? Lots to do out at the boardwalk. Boardwalk. But we've been talking about your favorite teams. We've been talking about the 49ers schedule. Uh, there's a lot of juicy matchups, especially on Christmas Eve. Now that the Commanders took out the last undefeated team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. Commanders coming into town on Christmas Eve. In favor, yeah, favorite teams. Run TMC broadcast last night. What did you think about it? I liked it. It was fun. It was a nice changeup. Do more stuff like that. Give Bobby Fitz the night off. He works hard. Kalenna guys are hard workers give them a night off 408 xfinity mobile text line favorite teams of 2018 warriors best starting lineup of all time in sports hard to argue with that one definitely up there just dominant beating lebron james right doesn't get better than that if you're a warriors fan and that cleveland team After blowing that 3-1 lead and then just coming back and just dominating them. Even as an unbiased fan. Basketball, that was just fun to watch. Just poetry in motion with that team. 415 Xfinity Mobile Text Line. Best Christmas song, Mariah Carey, line one. No chance. No chance. It's Last Christmas by Wham. And no, I'm not playing Christmas music until it's December 1st. December 1st is when it starts. If you want to start celebrating, getting ready after Thanksgiving, that's fine. Too many commercials right now. I hate it. I hate it. You're ruining Christmas. You're ruining the spirit of Christmas with your early celebrations. Patience is lost on this world. We want everything right now when waiting will suffice. You can't Amazon Prime Christmas the next day, people. It's not how it works. Jeff Bezos can't make it. Maybe he can't make it Christmas tomorrow. That guy's got a lot of money. But can we just relax and enjoy Thanksgiving? We've got three football games on it. Me and Kyle were talking about this. Slate's actually pretty good. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's funny. The conversation started because the Lions had a good win. Obviously, Lions and Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. But the Lions had a solid come-from-behind victory against their division rival in Chicago against the Bears. Justin Fields had a great game, but threw a pick-six, ended up costing them to Jeff Akuda. But I was looking at the Thanksgiving NFL slate, and I was like, maybe Dan Campbell can get the Lions their first one on Thanksgiving, and for how long? They're playing the Bills. I'm sorry, boys. You're playing Buffalo. It's not happening. But hey, crazier things have happened. Jeff Saturday just won a game and he never coached in the NFL. So you know what, Kyle? No, know you're doubting my boy Dan Campbell back there in the studio. He's going to shock the world on Thanksgiving. I'm eating my chips and guac and salsa at 1030 in the morning watching that game. We bet- We betting on this? Well, it's on spread formation, Kyle. I'm sure it'll be part of it. And maybe we'll do a side bet. Maybe we will next Wednesday. We'll do a bet on it. Something food related in honor of Thanksgiving. But it's a good slate on Thanksgiving this year. You got Cowboys, Giants. And that NFC East is just so fun. And who thought coming into this year that that would be the best division in sports? They're all 500 or better. Like that's wild. Eight and one Eagles, seven and two Giants, six and three Cowboys. Commanders five and five. The Commanders can win the division. It's not going to happen, but theoretically, this deep into the season, when anyone has a chance to win, that's wild. It's a credit to coaching and star power. More importantly, coaching. You look at the top two of that division: Brian Dable, Nick Sirianni. Sirianni's got to be front-runner for coach of the year, but... Dable's right up there. Hell, McCarthy. Yeah, he's not coach of the year. Too much talent to be 6-3. and three. He choked away that lead. Some of us had Cowboys minus 4.5 there. Mike. Couldn't get the job done in Lambeau. Kept the Packers alive. Kept the Packers alive in the race. 4-6. and six. They're on life support. But you know what? It's a dangerous squad with Aaron Rodgers, and if he can, and Christian Watson, the rookie out of North Dakota State, Trey Lance's old teammate, if they can get it going, look out. Because that defense is legit, and if they can get the running game, they can shorten it, shorten the field, shorten the game. That's what it takes to win down the stretch in the pl- in the playoff race and in the playoffs. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile text line. Wow. A lot of people wanting to celebrate Christmas right now. And you guys need to relax. It's November 15th. I will allow you to celebrate on Black Friday when all the sales start happening for Christmas time. Okay? Until then... Let's enjoy Thanksgiving. Football, food, family. Right? Three Fs. I like that 415 Xfinity Mobile text line talking about favorite teams. The Penny and Shaq Magic days. Before my time. But I watched the 30 for 30 on it. Fun team. Magic seemed kind of cursed when it comes to big stars, though. Maybe Bancaro can change that. Guy's sweet. Plus he's Italian. What's not to like with Paolo? 510. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. Mike McDaniel, Coach of the Year. Not bad. There's a lot of candidates this year for Coach of the Year. I don't know who's going to win. Obviously it's going to figure itself out there in the last month. But McDaniel's not a bad one. I think Sirianni's still the leader in the clubhouse. But there's a lot to choose from. It almost always goes to the surprise team, right? Or the team that just dominates all season long that hasn't been dominating for a while. And that would be the Eagles. Yeah, they made the playoffs last year, but they've been the best team in the league for a while. But again, they're only a game ahead of the Giants. And if the Giants end up winning the division, having the best record, then they're probably... And Brian Dable's probably going to be the coach of the year. Thank you, Joe Shasky, for the Starbucks listening in. Via the Odyssey app, Joe? Oh, no, he's not on
0: his car. But you can always listen on the Odyssey app. Some people are old school and authentic. Oh. I'm NBC authentic. Oh, wow. Old school. That's a four. That's four. Old school, doggy. Run TMC old school? When I have a problem with someone, I don't skirt it. I go right at them. So, like, right now, this building's falling apart. God bless us. I mean, Jesus Christ. I just ran a marathon of staircases. And then, like, the elevator's jammed. The button's jammed. Secondarily, it doesn't go to the appropriate floor. Then I go to the wrong floor, and everyone's looking at me like I'm stealing the cheat codes. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, guys, newsflash, y'all. Number one. No one is stealing the KCBS news codes. There's no. nothing at KCBS <laughs> being done right now that is that important that you need to be worried about a dude wearing a polo coming in at 5 30 in the morning with three Starbucks. I could not have been less intimidating, yet you would have thought I just broke into the building. Uh, did you say hi to Stephen Langford when you were over there? Nice no, guy, I didn't. Wow. Everybody had <laughs> masks on and they were very serious. They were very, hey,
1: Steven was telling me his first couple, he's like, man. You're very serious and could not care less about sports. I was like, that's
0: perfect, buddy. That's awesome. That's totally changed the pace from
1: everyone giving you hot takes right when you walk into the building.
0: So, you were talking about, you know, you could learn a lot from the, your significant other or a person that you're dating from going to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Yeah. Totally agree with that. <laughs> Secondarily, I learn a lot about someone when they say they don't like sports. My mm-hmm. wife has like these friends or whatever, and like the husband isn't into sports. And I'm like, I sorry, like I'm not trying to be mean. You and me have nothing in common. Yes. And I'm not even trying to be a dork or no. or, or be like, like okay, you might like Star Wars or whatever, but like you don't like sports? Yes. Who raised you? Well, like even like not watching like he,
1: maybe you'll play. Like my little brother is like that. Like okay. he does not give an S about watching sports fine. professionally. He played, he played in high school, he played swimming, water yeah. polo. Uh
0: baseball, he did everything. But he just doesn't I, want to watch it. I'm like that's fine. Well, which is totally yeah. fair badminton you can't play a little volleyball yeah. something i Go- mean golf a- anything like, mini golf it's just there's just something John about Netflix it kingdom to me I, I it's a red flag it's a red flag <laughs> We can't be friends can't look be f- i don't even i don't even need you to be into the sport I can't hear but be able to be like like have the cursory knowledge to be like ah, jimmy garoppolo right yeah like,
1: give me something just make sure just make conversation at least like my father-in-law to kyle's point like, he doesn't really care. Like, until I started dating Jade, he didn't care about sports. Ah. Like, but he makes an effort and be like, hey, the Ra- that Raiders lost." am I right? Or that, Ra- that Raiders won I was like, yeah, it was something. Like, I like he's just trying. That's
0: it. I totally agree. When I met my wife's grand her father had passed away. When I met her, her grandfather for the first time, he was in his mid-90s screaming at the television about the Giants and their lack of discipline at the plate <laughs> and swinging at just curveballs and breaking balls. in the. And I knew right then and there, I was like, this is the one. Yep, there you go. I knew right then and there. I also said to myself, I'm going to be him. That is me. And that's it. And you know what? It's
1: funny how things work out. Joe Shasky, Bonte Hill, they're coming up next on the Morning Roast. they got a lot to get to. Brian Baldinger, Help. 7.30. Baldy's got a lot to talk about. The Eagles lost. There's no more undefeated teams in the NFL. I'm sure they'll mention that. Lot to get into on the morning roast right here on 957 the game.